no book. No Scotty, no Pippen, no Michael, no Jordan, no book. No book. No book. Only real shit in my town. Not a fake niggas ain't round. No book. Hi, this is Chuck Sworsky, and you're listening to No Bull AUK, Chicago Bulls podcast. What's happening, people? Welcome back to another episode of No Bull AUK, Chicago Bulls podcast. If you're watching, you'll see who I'm with today. You've probably seen it on the socials. We were hoping to record this Monday, but there was a few issues. So we put it forward to today, put it back to today, should I say. I am so excited for this. This is someone that I really genuinely look up to. So th- this is going to be one, another one of those episodes where it sounds like I'm blowing smoke all the whole way through. No, 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 because I got to jump in right here. I got to jump in right here because I'm excited to be on this show because this is someone who's been supporting me from day one, from before I was the person you see today, who's been supporting me from the first time he must have ever saw one of my videos. So it's all love. It's an honor to be here. And I got to show the love right back to a real one. There he is, Mr. Mo Muncy, aka the Hoop Genius. Thank you yes, so sir. much for coming on, man. I really oh, appreciate it. Thank you this. for having me. Thank you for of having course. me, man. I appreciate it. This is something it, obviously we tried to get in for a while, so it's amazing to finally get it, get it over the line and get it recording. Yeah, man. The schedule's busier than the 82 they play. I in appreciate NBA, that, you know I mean? man. Yours <laughs> and mine, but mine's not quite as busy as yours, but I get it. I get it. But uh if you're watching on screen. Don't panic, I'm not wearing a Celtics jersey. It is the I got excited for Patrick's a Day Bulls D-Rose jersey. And my man Mo is wearing a Bulls jersey himself. Not sure who's on the, the player, back though. yet. So let's Can go. Can you guess? Do you know, I uh, don't think it's an MJ, because that'd be too obvious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I don't think it's a Pippen. I think that's too obvious. I want it to be a Rodman, but I reckon it's Tony, Tony Kukoc. Okay, first of all, it's not Tony Kukoc. The answer, when you realise what jersey I'm wearing, is so obviously in your face that you will realise you should have thought this. It's number 10. BJ Armstrong. Of course. Of course. The one and only. Of course. Having said that, can you see my T-shirt that's here? I do have a Dennis Rodman T-shirt underneath. I I, I have that very T-shirt. Yeah, shout out to uh, Mitchell Ness, the T-shirt and a jersey. Uh, I believe it was DeMar DeRozan had the white version on uh, one of the pre-games recently as well it's an awesome t-shirt awesome t-shirt yes sir so bj armstrong of course let's start there let's just start straight in with bj armstrong (laughs) if you don't already know i don't know where you've been but mo records a daily podcast with the legend that is bj armstrong how surreal was that i know obviously you work with bj with sky sports and stuff but to get that, and it's the Hoop Genius podcast. You're not a guest. It's not the BJ Armstrong <laughs> podcast. It's the Hoop Genius podcast. He's just a guest. He's he, a- he puts the genius into the show, though. Let's be honest. He puts the genius into the show. Like, to have someone like that on my show every day. It's not even my show. It's our show now. We share it. You know, we, we do it all every day. It's, it doesn't even feel real right now. It's still it's surreal to me because... You know, growing up, you see these heroes on your TV and that's they're like superheroes, right? And now to know that I can just, I was just 
texting him right now before the show began. Like to have th- that is is crazy because I never thought that I would get to that point. And I don't think there's many people in this world. Like maybe the kid that does the show with JJ Reddick and the kid that does the show with Patrick Beverly, but no one else in the world really talks to an NBA legend on their show every week. But mine isn't just every week. Mine's every day. Every day. Which I don't think anyone is doing. Like, I've got to give him all the credit, though, because it's every day is a grind. And when you're like me, this is what I do. You have to grind it. But for him, three-time NBA champion, NBA agent, businessman, he doesn't need to do it. He does it out of his love for the game. And that's why he has my full respect in the world. Because he doesn't need to do it every day. I need to do it every day. And he, from the kindness of his heart, blesses me with the wisdom and the time every single day. So it's crazy. Well, I remember going way, way back now. You were on an episode, I believe it was with double, the Double Clutch guys, a long, long oh, wow. time ago. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I'm going way, way, way back. Yeah. And you were talking about your journey and stuff. And it was just like, back then, you were still way... You've come so, so far since then. But I remember messaging you after that and said, I've just listened to that episode you need to get a podcast going. I could listen to it all day. And when you started doing bits with Sky, with BJ and stuff, and the heat check and things like that, I said, "You, we need more of you and BJ. Like this is, I could literally, I'm blowing smoke, I don't even care. I no. could listen to you got you two talk all day, every day. It's, and there's something about BJ's tone as well. It's just, I don't know, I, I could listen to you guys all it's, day. It's, it, you know what it is? It's like, it's the dynamic, because he's like the OG He's been around, he's seen it all. And I'm like the young hotshot who's just excited about everything, always on 100, always hot takes. And then the OG's got to kind of calm me down a little bit. I think the dynamic works really well. A lot of people do podcasts and it's with people who are just like them. So everything's kind of the same tone, the same opinions. Whereas I'll be completely going off. I don't know if you heard the episode just the other day about when the Lakers won their first game of the season. I'm just going off, ripping into the Lakers. And BJ's there like, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it's a funny dynamic. It's a funny dynamic. If your listeners haven't heard it, go check it out. Because obviously BJ is a Chicago legend. And that's what we hear, you know, talk about the Bulls. And I'm loving everything you're doing, by the way. I want to say well, this. I appreciate the, that, man. The dedication that you, not just you, though, all the fan pages in the UK, because I see a lot Bats. of them. UK Bucks, UK Jazz, UK Knicks, UK Heat. All of them. I can list all 30. But... The dedication you guys have to this game, staying up at night, watching the games. I see you, Jimmy, set your alarm to wake up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. when on the West Coast to watch the games, to put out great content, score graphics. I see it all, and I love the passion for the game because that's why I do what I do is to inspire everyone to show their love for the game and grow this game. And so what you guys are doing is so important. So I just want to make sure that everyone knows, everyone listening knows how important what you guys do are as well. So big up yourselves as well. I appreciate that, man. I just got to bounce, go back 40 seconds because you mentioned Knicks and I just didn't do a boo. So boo. We've always got to drop a boo <laughs> the Knicks. But it's crazy. Like you say, like people keep saying this like to me about working hard and stuff and, and, I genuinely don't believe I work that hard on it. I do a little bit. It keeps me busy. It keeps my mind. It's because you love it. When you love it, it's not work. This is it. Yeah, this is it, man. But I look at what other people, like what Dan Healy's doing with the Heat page, the uh, Mammy Heat UK page is incredible. That man must never sleep. I say that all the time. But um, I don't feel like I work that hard on it. But I appreciate you saying that anyway. But I I genuinely do love doing this. And it's made me meet so many people as well. So I actually messaged you the other day. I was up. Uh, editing one of these podcasts and it got to about two o'clock in the morning and I nearly called it a day 
And uh, I remember when you used to say about you just don't sleep when you're trying to work hard, don't sleep. And that got me through. It's crazy. Yeah. Just that got me through. So how can I sleep when the world is still sleeping on me? That's facts. what I tell myself. Facts. You know what I mean? But anyway, let's get this going, brother. Let's get into it. Right. Let's just I, I could talk to you for ages, but I'm, I'm conscious of your time. I know you've got a busy night ahead of you. So we're going to keep things quite short and sweet. So let's just start before the season started this year. What was your expectations for our Chicago Bulls? I say our Chicago Bulls. In case you don't know, Mo is a massive <laughs> Celtics fan. So when I say our <laughs> Chicago Bulls, I'm talking about me and the Bulls nation, not about me and Mo. Let's just get that. Straight. So so I didn't have, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have a lot of expectations for this team. I had a lot of expectations for them last season. You did. But after the injury suffered, it really tempered my expectations. And then all summer long, I was talking to people around the league. I was hearing things. So they're saying Lonzo might not be coming back at all. So for me, my expectations gone way down from what I expect because you've got DeMar, who's another year older, as great as he played last season. You've got Zach, who's just had the big contract. And we know there are some players in this league. I'm not saying Zach, but there are some players that after they have a big payday, their performance isn't quite what it was. Yep. And also the fact that he's dealing with injuries. And if, if I'm not mistaken, he's coming off surgery or something. So he's been dealing with that. And then you have other players coming back from injury. You have a couple of young players trying to get integrated. Um, and then you have obviously Vucevic who's in the final year. So there may be some, is he staying? Is he going? Is he on the trade block? So my expectations for this team, for the, for the Chicago Bulls this year, I really looked at them like as a 500 team. Um, I think the Eastern Conference has got better. Yep. I think there are some great teams in the East. So for me, I thought if the, if the Bulls can finish the season 500 or just slightly above, that's a good year for them. I think that's fair. I mean, what, what are you saying? Playing? Potentially? Yeah, yeah. That, that's between, what I'm saying. Okay. Between the sixth and the tenth sort of seed area. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, because it's like the Eastern Conference <clears> is always so close. Only a couple games determine who's there and who's there. But when you look at like the Cavs, the Bucks, Celtics, well, I would say the Sixers and the Nets, because that's what I was thinking before the season, but they've been dumpster fires. But, you know, <laughs> the Miami Heat are always strong. So there's already six teams that are kind of there or thereabouts. So I, I do, I did have the Bulls as a playing squad. I think that's fair to have. I, I can't understand these so-called experts that had them outside of playing contention. I didn't get that yeah, at all. No, I no. mean, I agree with you. I think Lonzo Ball, with Lonzo Ball, if Lonzo Ball was healthy for the entire season, it's a completely different story. You're talking about probably top six, in my opinion, maybe. I don't Easy. know. Yeah. So, well, so, so Lonzo is your best defender. I yeah. know Caruso is a good defender, great defender, but Lonzo is the best defender on we your roster. Caruso. We love Caruso. And, and he's also, though, your best three-point shooter. Yes. In terms of catch-and-shoot threes. Yeah. Because the way, when he was coming out of New Orleans, the way Lonzo had fixed the jump shot was crazy, right? And last season, when he was healthy, were you guys not the number one seed up until he got injured? Or you were like top two, top three? We were number one. We were sort of jockeying between one and three. We were top yeah. for a lot of the season. I think about like two thirds of the season we spent at the top. But that was yeah. even after Lonzo got injured. It all went down yeah. after the All-Star break. But Well, after Lonzo got injured, you you guys went below 500. So mm -hmm. it was, I think it was 19 and 23 after Lonzo's injury. So you can see the impact that he has on a team, especially that point of attack defense. But you got Caruso there. And I really like Io, who's, who's grown. But of course... Lonzo Ball is one of the best. We're talking about three and D right now in the league. If he's fully healthy, he's right up there with the best of them. Yep. So, you know, I don't know if you remember years and years and years ago, before Lonzo got drafted, 
I made a video saying that Lonzo could one day become the defensive player of the year because of what I'd seen in his game before he even came into the NBA. So when I seen him get to Chicago and he's locking down on D and they got a number one seed and they're playing really well, I was so excited. And then, of course, the injury happened. And you had quite a few injuries last season. Yeah. kind of sent you guys spiraling a little bit. But, you know, it's, it's part of the game. It is part of the game. It was a very... It was a very interesting offseason for you guys last when I talk about acquiring Lonzo, DeMar, Caruso, because you needed to show Zach Levine that you wanted to compete. And you got those pieces, and now you were a squad that's competing. You're the top of the East, et cetera, et cetera. But with the injuries, you're kind of left in the purgatory of being good, but not great to challenge, you know, the top tier teams, but also not being bad enough to fall out of the playoffs and get a lottery pick, which you guys have traded anyway for Vucevic. But so it's kind of put you in a sticky position. So I'll just, you know, best thoughts and prayers with Lonzo Balls, try to get back healthy. Uh, for me, I've said it all along. He's our most important player, not necessarily our best, but our most important for us to succeed. And I, I'll always stand by that. Um, hopefully he will be back this season, but who knows, man? Who knows? Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Uh, i got to shout Mo out as well because last season, last off-season, not this one, just gone the one before last year, uh, when we acquired DeMar DeRozan, Mo was one of very few people in the media. Left. I thought I was the only one. Well, <laughs> probably the only one in the entire NBA media that actually backed DeMar to be a success in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, well. You know what it is, Jimmy? Bang on, man. I, I, a lot of these guys, a lot of these experts, they just don't watch the games. They just want to get off their hot takes and get their retweets and get their YouTube clips. We need to bring back people who watch the games. You know what I'm saying? That's... So I know you watch all the Bulls games, so salute to you. But here's what it is. Basketball is quite a simple sport when you really get to it. Obviously, some takes are wrong, some takes are right. But DeMar DeRozan being in this situation, obviously there was that can he work with Zach Levine, can he not? But it is, as you're seeing it now, some nights Zach takes on a lot of scoring loads, some nights it's DeMar. It's a luxury to have. It's like Tatum and Brown in Boston. Everyone's saying they can't work together. Well, actually, they can. No, so, absolutely, they can. Absolutely, they can. No, shout out for you to that. That was a, you, yeah, like I said, we, we, all Bulls fans keep bringing up Bleacher Report and stuff for, for their terrible take um, on it being the worst pick up of your really season. Big. They just need to listen to the Hoop Genius podcast. That's all they need there to know. There we go. Go out and listen. <laughs> uh, another uh, another great pickup, which this season, or two, they were quite, at the time, probably underwhelming to a lot of Bulls fans. But Dragic and Drummond. Mm-hmm. They, obviously, Drummond's been injured for the last couple of games, but just the chemistry that those two have alone. And Drummond, Drummond's getting the boards. He always will. His whole career, he's got boards. And that's what yeah. we needed, someone to get them boards, especially in late-game situations. So, But I am surprised how good Dragic has been. Dragic is a pro's pro. You know, he's a veteran player. There were there was times where he was challenging for all-star spots in his career. I think he got most improved, you know. He's been around. And he knows what his role is on his squad. It's a clearly defined role, especially coming out of the chaos that was Brooklyn last year. The thing that stood out to me is his three-point shooting because yeah. that's what you guys lacked so much in the playoffs last season. Three-point shooting has been... He's shooting, what, over 50% from three? Yeah, I don't know what his actual fee has got to be, yeah. He's shooting over 50% from three. I don't think... Like, when I've been watching the games, I barely remember him missing shots. So he must be somewhere around 50%. And then I was reading earlier, someone tweeted out, like, the balls are, like, plus 11 or 12 points when he's on the court per 100 possessions, when he's off, it's a negative. So shout out to Dragic. That's really who's impressed me the most. Obviously, Tamar's impressive. And Zach Levine, what he did last night against Brooklyn in that fourth quarter was extremely oh, impressive. Man. But 
when we talk about the NBA, it's always about the hidden gems. Where can you get the found gold? You know, the unexpected contributions. Like for the Soaks last year, it was Grant Williams. It was Rob Williams. It's all about those role players that can step up and make a difference. Andre Drummond, I'm not going to speak on Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond makes me laugh. That's what I'm going to say respectfully. Andre Drummond makes me laugh. Some of his rebounds, are, okay. I mean, if I miss a layup and rebound it myself, I miss a layup again and rebound it myself again, I've got two or three rebounds and one field goal. But that's besides the point. It's been a running joke with my audience for a number I get, of years I now. get, I get it, man. I understand. <laughs> but from a Bulls perspective, we've watched this team for far too long miss quite simple rebounds, just not go for them. Well, should I tell you what was crazy? Should I tell you what was really crazy? It was you guys going out and getting Tristan Thompson last oh, year. Oh, man. That's as if that was going to help anything, okay? But I think I was the big hoping we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, for me, the flaw in your team, it's a double-edged sword, okay? Because what Vucevic offers on offense, he can pick and pop, he can shoot the three ball on the outside, and if you need to, you can dump it to him down low for a bucket, right? And yeah. having a player like that is essential, especially when you have the king of the mid-range in Damar and Zach Levine, who's really getting nice with the middies as well. When you have those guys, you need a floor space and big. However, on the other side of the court, he is a liability on the defensive side. And I'll say that with respect, but he's not offering the level of rim protection, especially when you guys go up against Giannis. Go, oh, like, you, to get through the easy conference, you've got to face Giannis, right? You've got to face a Giannis. You've got to face a Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. You've got to face Embiid. And with all due respect to Vucci Main, I know he don't like the nickname, but I call him it anyway. He's not the guy defensively that you need to really put together a conference finals, finals team, in my opinion. So that's my whole dilemma with the Bulls because you needed him to convince Zach that you were going to compete. So you traded your picks and young players for him. But really and truly, when you look at how Wendell Carr Jr. is playing now for Orlando, you do kind of look at it and say, I kind of wish that we didn't do that a little bit. I You're still make that times. I still make that trade a hundred times out of a hundred. Okay. Okay. I, I'm I'm on Vooch Island, man. I'm a big Vooch Vooch sta, Vooch stan. I you got real estate on Vooch Island. Uh, yeah, man. I love the man. I love him when he cut. I love it when we got him. I was he, listen. He had he didn't have a good season last year. There's there's not there's, you can't hide away from that. But I backed him to come back this year with a with an all star type. I'm not saying he will be an all star, but an all star type season like like we know he can do. He's played pretty well so far. This, in fact, he's played brilliantly so far this season. He's played, yeah. Really, well, he really has well. to because it's the final year of his contract. contract. So yeah, I get. That. He's trying to get that payday. I mean, after this year as well, Demar Derozan only got one year left. So I think for you guys, this is to be like a all or nothing kind of season because if you guys can't compete with Demar, he's thirty three now, and he's going to get older and older. He may even leave the team. Vooch, free agency. A team might throw him an offer that you guys don't want to match. Because historically, or well, since the 2000s, you guys haven't really spent a ton of money in terms of your ownership group. you got to make it work, because otherwise you're going to be left with Zach Levine on the Supermax and then some young players, and then the whole conversation shifts to, shall we trade Zach Levine and rebuild the squad? Rather than, what can we put around Zach Levine? So, this season, in my opinion, is crucial for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I agree. I feel it, like I'm ruining your evening. I'm so sorry. No, listen, we're talking facts. When I, I'm, I'm a passionate man. You know that. But I'm, yeah. I like to think I'm also quite realistic. Like the Bulls aren't winning the championship. They're just not. That's you know, unless the whole league goes down with injuries or something, the the Bulls aren't winning 
a title anytime soon. I just want a nice playoff run, man. Last season, that playoff series against the Bucks was brutal, uh, especially because oh, I man. had Sean from uh, UK Bucks on my case every game. It was. Just... <laughs> well, he's got the he's got the Bucks tattoo. Do you have a Chicago Bulls tattoo yet? Do I have a Bulls tattoo? Uh, mm. Not yet. Okay, I'm gonna shut the door because uh, in case someone downstairs <laughs> is listening. It's something I've not told anyone this. You're the only person I've told this. It's something I've I'm been honored. thinking I'm about. And this is, these words have not come out of my mouth. I've been doing a lot of research it, about them. Is it going to be a Bulls logo? Is it going to be a player? So I don't know if you know, there's a big Bulls super fan from the UK. And he has a Derrick Rose tattoo. He's, he's a big Derrick Rose fan. He's got a Derrick Rose tattoo. And when he showed me that, I thought of you. And I thought, is Jimmy going to get an MJ or a Dennis Rodman or a Caruso. Caruso. I don't know. This is all I need to know. So I'm glad I didn't get a Larry Markin in one. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, well, maybe you could support the Jazz this year and it'd end up being pretty good. <laughs> I mean, Lowry is, is now becoming the player that I was telling everyone he would become for however many years. Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird. Bird, yeah. Uh, no, it is something that I have been thinking about for quite some time. Whether I will or not, I don't know. I'm off to Chicago in December. Maybe I'll get it done while I'm out there. Ooh. Who knows? Ooh-hoo. Do you know? Do you know what would be cool? Do you know what would be really cool? BJ Armstrong. That would be pretty cool. Like a number ten jersey, maybe. I think that would be a pretty all cool across my idea. back. Yeah, just <laughs> get a number ten tattooed on your back. <laughs> if I was a Bulls fan, do you know what I would do? I'd get the the rings. I'd get the rings tattooed. Do you know what I'm saying? Trouble is, I'd have to keep cool. adding to it, won't I? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, no, man. No comment. I know. I know. Everyone listening to this is a Bulls fan. I'm going to say no comment. I shouldn't be saying that to a Celtics fan, should I? It's quite embarrassing to be saying that to a Celtics fan. I would get the Celtics rings tattooed. I ain't got enough space in my body for seventeen. There we go. There we go. Oh man, it's crazy. But no, I am off to Chicago in December, and I can't wait, man. Finally, getting to my first ever Bulls game. So I am so hyped for that, and the guys are looking after me as well, which is amazing. And hopefully, fingers crossed, in Paris as well. Are you in Paris for the game? I'm. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to. You know, I get. I get around. I get around. I'm trying to be there. I'm trying to uh, make things happen. Hopefully, I'll be there because we've got, of course, the Bulls and of course the Pistons. So it's only right that we bring Mr. B.J. Armstrong to town. He's from Detroit and he played for the Bulls. So of course, hopefully, the dynamic duo is out there in Paris, and um, hopefully, you guys can get a nice W because I think historically. Obviously, the Bulls have ties to Paris, so yeah, we'll see. You gonna you gonna be out there? I'm planning on it, man. Yeah, I'm actually going with my other half. So uh, I've got a few things in the pipeline lined up. Hopefully, as well, I've been chatting to a few different people. So yeah, fingers crossed, I can get over there, man. I definitely want to. If all things work out right over here, we've got a few bits going on in January. Fingers but... crossed. Fingers crossed for you, my bro. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, man. Yeah, hundred percent. And we'll. Uh, I'm, we... I'm sure your partner will love Paris as well. You know well, I mean? she's Just... been. I've never been. She has actually been before. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, was... I'm pretty sure her Paris and shopping and all of this is very different to your Paris of just basketball, basketball, basketball. Well, see, this is the mad <laughs> thing about my other half. She's not into all that shopping stuff. So, oh wow, yeah, you got a keeper there, Jimmy. I've you got, got a real keeper. one. I've got a real one. <laughs> you got a keeper right there, man. So, yeah, she's speaking of to... speaking of rings. <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's letting me go to Chicago on my own as well for nine nights. So oh, wow. I still can't best quite believe that's behavior. happening. I couldn't book it quick enough when she behavior. gave me when she gave me the permission. I couldn't book it quick enough. 
Uh, and then I mentioned Paris, and she's like, "Hang on a minute, something's got to give here." And I said, "No, come on, yeah. you, 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 your voice wanted to go to Paris." She said, "I've been to Paris." I said, "You've not been to Paris. <laughs> You've not been to Paris with me. <laughs> You've not been to Paris with the big dog." <laughs> so yeah, hopefully I'll get out there, man. It'll be awesome to get out there. Yes, so, yes, sir. Mo, I've, I was going to play a little game. Have we got time? Have you got to rush off? Uh I got a couple minutes. I got a okay. couple minutes because I've got another. I've got another recording I got to. I know I'll put you them have, hold man. Just for you, Jimmy. I do a game where I pick a player, right? And uh, yes. I would name what teams they've played for, and you got to guess the player. Oh. Are you up for doing that? Okay. 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 I'm going to shout out Geraint okay. from Orlando Magic UK. I always have to shout him out when we do this because it was him that gave me this idea. So I'm on a hot seat now. I've picked five, but I understand. I appreciate your time. So I'm going to try and just maybe just do two because I think that'd be cool. So, okay, let's go. So the first guy, let's pick this guy. So uh, he was drafted by Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, in 2014. He then joined the Bulls in 2018, for only for a year. He then went to the Wizards in 2019 for a short period before going to Atlanta in the same year. Then he went to Sacramento in 2020, and he finally joined you guys in 21-22. I know who it is. Same. I think I do. I think because I'm trying to think who was drafted by Milwaukee but played for us last season. Up until you said Soix, I didn't really know what's going on. <laughs> is it Jabari Parker? Wow. Yes, it is. Yay. Well, I, and I thought that was a hard one. I thought, I'm not giving you no easy ones because you're not Honestly, right? Too good. I, so I was sat here and I'm just staring at the wall and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is going to be so embarrassing. That I'm not gonna have any clue who he's talking about. And then when you said Soix, I was like, yes, that was We're in the money. That was special. <laughs> I should have mentioned every player I've picked for you played for the Bulls and the Celtics. So I've tried oh, to make perfect. it a bit easy like that. I didn't perfect. say that before. My bad. Right. Yeah, and Jabari's from Chicago, so I thought you'd be a fan as well. So mm, he didn't you know work I mean? out too. It didn't work out too well for him, to be fair. But he was one of them players. No, he's from. Probably, he, he's from Chicago. He's from up. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just his return to Chicago and the whole. Childhood this injuries ruined it, out. man. The, the injuries ruined it. It was such a shame because he has yeah. so much talent. Hundred percent. So I'll do quickly one more. Uh, again, I'm not picked too. I don't think this one's too easy, but you're probably going to smash it. So he, you signed him. He wasn't draft. He went undrafted. 2015 undrafted. Boston signed him in 2019. Is it Javante Green? Wow. Uh... <laughs> I didn't think that was going to be that easy. <laughs> I picked Javante purely because I want to touch on that man. He has been phenomenal for us. Mm -hmm. He's got bounce. He's got bounce. He's a great athlete. Great athlete. Great in transition. Uh, he was best friends with Jason Tatum while he was here in Boston. Oh, really? Um, I didn't so know. So I was that. kind of sad when he left. I was like, "Could you want to keep guys comfortable in the team?" Um, but no, I think he's he's really challenged. Like we expected Patrick Williams to make the leap this year. But it's like, can Patrick Williams even keep his spot over Javante? So credit to him for putting in the work, especially undrafted and all of that, man. Salute to him. Well, I put the question out recently, a couple of weeks or about a week or so ago, about who would you pick to start at the four, Patrick Williams or Javante? Now, probably last season or in the offseason, you're picking Patrick Williams, probably 90%. But actually, the majority voted for Javante, which tells you and i don't know if that tells you more about javante or more about the, the way that patrick williams has been lately but 
Uh, yeah, we're still holding out a lot of hope for Patrick Williams. It's not quite working out for him yet, but he's still young, so there's still plenty Fingers of time. Crossed. There's still Fing- time. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'm a the big potential's fan. there. The potential's there for sure. It's Most just definitely is that potential ever actually going to get to where we want it to be? Let's hope so. Yes, sir. Mo, thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for so so much love and support over the years, man. I appreciate Always. you and um, appreciate everything you do for the basketball community as well, especially to the guys over at NBA UK fans. I know you got some. Things going on with them, so shout out to Rich, Ginger Shack, the whole crew, Rich, uh, both of the Riches. So shout and out to Brent. the whole squad, yeah, and Bryn, of course, he's too international for me, though. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? He's, he's in Dubai, he's, I need to get richer before I can talk about, before I can talk he's about living, Bryn, you know, I need to get my money the, up before I can talk about that. Bryn's living the yacht life in Dubai, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, Bryn's life goals, I'm trying to get like Bryn, but uh, shout out to the whole squad, shout out to all the Bulls fans. Shout out to all the Celtics fans, but shout out to the Bulls fans as well. Shout out to you, Jimmy. Keep doing your thing, man. I'm looking forward to hearing more from your podcast, more content. And I can't wait to see you living your best life out in Chicago as well, because I know how excited you are for that. I am so excited. So, five weeks today to I, I'm at my first Bulls game. And there are going to be tears at the United Centre that night, I'm telling you. 30, oh, you're going to see a 38-year-old man with a tear down his eye when that intro starts. I'm going to tell Benny the Bull to bring some tissues for you. Don't worry. I've got your back. Appreciate you, Jimmy. Appreciate you. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have recording it. Uh, oh, one more thing before we go, Mo. Sam Blake messaged me and told me to say hello. So uh, I know I know he's a Love to Sam big Blake. supporter of yours and big mine. Listener, so. Big listener, big supporter, real, real guy, and an amazing beard. Yes. Shout he out has to got Sam an incredible Blake beard. every single time. <laughs> Forget James Harden. That's the best beard in the NBA community right there. Oh, man. wow. That's some some compliment yeah. there. So, yeah, shout out to you, yes. Sam. But, Mo, thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back next week. We'll see how it goes. If not, it'll be the following again. But we'll be back again soon. Keep an eye out for that. Enjoy the games this week. And, uh, yeah, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>